0: Don't do it.
1: Don't do it. Don't, don't. Don't quit. Don't quit. You don't need to. Unless
0: you really want to.
1: Unless <laughs> unless you like really, you're done. Unless you're really done. But if you're not really, really done, don't quit. You're
0: just thinking about being done. If you're
1: just thinking about it, you don't don't stop thinking about probably it.
0: Probably keep going. Pro- maybe. If you're listening to this episode right now, listen the whole way through and then decide if you're going to quit or
1: then not. then decide if you're going to quit.
0: But let's have a pep talk first. Yeah,
1: let's talk about it. Let's have it. a family let's meeting. Let's talk about it. Take a
0: deep breath. We'll
1: talk you off the ledge.
0: Okay. Hello, everybody. And welcome to My,
1: my last 2 Brain cells. cells.
0: I'm your host, Maddie Morris. And
1: I am also your host, Elliot Morris.
0: And this last week, we went to um, my first ever speaking event at Premier Orlando. Premier. And... Okay. <laughs> That's and we after i did my speech um i was able to meet so many of you guys that listen to the podcast in person so sweet and it was so sweet everyone very specifically like let us know that they listen to our podcast all the time some people even brought their husbands or their boyfriends um we got to take pictures with a lot of you guys um but a lot of you just were very open and transparent with me and i love that we can meet each other and feel like we're already friends i know we all call each other besties but like I,
1: but it's for real. It's for real. We're for real besties. I
0: for real would like to, I consider you guys all like friends of mine. If we meet in person, I don't want it to be like, hello, I'm Maddie. Who are hello. you? Like, I would like it to feel like we're meeting an, an old friend. So I Facts. met so many of you guys. And one of the first things that a lot of you told me was I felt like giving up. And then I listened to the podcast episodes and, you know, it refreshed and renewed you know, the feelings I have about my business. That's so sweet. And it was so so sweet. I'm so happy that happened. Elliot and I literally got back to the hotel room. We got
1: a little emo.
0: We got a little emo. And we got back to the hotel room and we were just like, did that really happen? Like we had no idea the impact that this podcast would make.
1: I was like, we're just two stupid guys filming ourselves. Figuring
0: it out. Um, But it's so crazy. Like, I mean, it really... Makes sense. I mean, when I first started this podcast, I thought a lot of it would be about lash technique. You know, I thought that I would be sitting here talking about, you know, the chemicals in adhesive and different types of fans every week. And oh my gosh, put me out of my misery. But, um, (laughs) I love that we have gone even further beyond even running a lash business. Um, and to so many it's resonated with you. That means the world to me. So thank you so much for telling us that. Um, and it just meant the world to me to meet you guys in person and hear a little more about your stories but one particular uh friend came up to me and she was like I have wanted to quit so many times and after every episode I feel motivated to keep going so please keep making them and so this episode is for her and I in my brain made a note and I was like the first episode we make when we get home from this trip is why you shouldn't quit and why you should keep going so that is what this episode is for you guys
1: Yeah, I think that this is going to be a very good episode. Yeah. And I'm very excited for it.
0: I don't want it to be mindset guru-y, like... Join our life
1: coaching program. Yeah,
0: I don't (laughs) want it to have that sort of undertone. I really want it to be...
1: Like actual reasons that you should keep going and how you can find motivation when you feel like all hope is lost.
0: Yeah, because the reality is, is this is a very hard job to have. It's tough. And when you are doing eyelash extensions in a room all day, especially solo by yourself, it's very isolating. It's very confusing. And you feel like even when you turn to the internet, when you turn to Instagram, you feel like everyone else is either doing better than you, or you feel like everyone else has a community. Maybe you don't, or you feel like Facebook groups just aren't cutting it for you. There are, there are mindset shifts and there are ways to pull yourself out of that. And we're going to go through a couple of those. Um, I, and I'm so thankful for this, but I personally have never quit my job as a lash artist. You haven't? I've never That's quit my job. Shocker. Mm-hmm. A lot of lash artists have that are that have made it, you know. They've, oh,
1: they've had like on again, off again relationships.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I saw that happening and I made it such a mission for myself yeah, to never true. get to that point where all hope is lost. I've always pushed through and I'm very grateful for that. But has it been easy? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Um,
1: yeah, you were feeling burnout at some points.
0: I've been burnt out for years at a time. But I've never, I've never quit and I'm really grateful that I did not because yeah. look at us now, honey. Yeah. Um, but let's go through a few of the things that you... Um,
1: okay. Well, so first off, I think there's some, there's some like inherent good things about like the job of a lash artist. Yeah. I think you, you really have to recognize
0: onto. like the good.
1: Yeah. In- absolutely. Yeah. Like you... I I mean, you can speak to this a lot more, but like there's there's some really it's it's a good job. Like as far as jobs go,
0: when I think about it, you guys, I genuinely think this is one of the best jobs you can have in the world in this day and age, which sounds. And why
1: is that? Why is that?
0: But I haven't really broken it down verbally yet. So this is my first time. But when I'm thinking when I think about it, or I think about what would I do if I ever had a career shift, because some people people ask me, you know, like, what would you do if you couldn't do lashes? Or what would you do if you had to pick a whole new career path yeah. tomorrow? Well, I would pick a career path that was as close to lashes as humanly possible, yeah. first of all. Number one, I think working in beauty in the year 2023 is It's a sleigh. It's (laughs) it's number one. It is a certified board-certified sleigh. Board-certified sleigh. (laughs) No, it's a baddie job. You feel like a baddie. I'm getting
1: makes you a baddie. It's true.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, (laughs) (laughs) The government gives you a little badge in the mail, and And they say certified baddies. Yeah. No, I think. If I was to look at like every career path, like first of all, you guys all know this. Like I'm pretty anti college. I think like go to college for the career path that you need it. Yeah, people like, who go to
1: college are idiots.
0: <laughs> Elliot with his engineering degree. <laughs> um, my favorite little. Idiot.
1: That's me. No, I I'm, think I'm okay. So if idiot. I was so
0: if I was to be 18 tomorrow, like I'm starting from scratch and I'm looking at my my path and I have all the resources that are available to me, right? Like I, um, you know, had my savings, I had my job at a shoe store, um, I had like dreams of being on my own. Like, what would I do? I didn't have, um, like a scholarship for college or anything, but I had like money set aside and, and, you know, I had support for my family and I had, uh, my creativity. Like, what would I do? I would, if I was to pick a career in 2023, it, college would be probably the last thing on my list. Like, I would not want to go to college again. I would definitely pick a trade school. I would definitely pick a trade school. Yeah. Out of all the trades that I would pick for someone that is creative and loves to work with people and loves to make, you know, their own money and be creative and have kind of like unlimited uh, potential in a certain industry. Because that's the thing. Lashes has a lot of potential. Yeah. That people don't even see. Um, I would pick beauty. So I would go to a beauty trade school. Um, okay. Would I pick hair? Would I be a cosmetologist or would I do aesthetics? I'm personally more geared to doing aesthetics. Hair really isn't for me. Um, and, and within aesthetics. Okay. Would I like to be a waxer? I wouldn't like to go through that again. Would no. I like, <laughs> No. would I like to be a makeup artist again? Maybe. Maybe I think that would be like my secondary thing. Cause I love number one,
1: mm-hmm.
0: full creativity. I love being a professional. I love being in a professional environment that I'm conducting. Um, I love making people feel incredibly special and beautiful and taken care of. Mm -hmm. And um, I love the potential of um, being able to eventually get to a point where I am making a very good income for myself. Um, You know, you can eventually venture into education, into salon suites, into product, into mentorship, into shadowing, into, um, you know, like, teach it. Like there's all these sorts of avenues that you can go into within it. Eventually I would pick makeup or lashes 10 times over. Yeah, And then when I think about it, I would go into lashes because knowing what I know now about the industry, it is extremely resistant to, um, what would you say? Like
1: I mean, it's it's it's.
0: Our economy has ebbed and flowed.
1: Yeah, it's recession proof.
0: It is very somewhat recession proof if you. I mean, the set beauty sector apart.
1: as a whole is pretty recession proof. We've like, just seen this over yeah, and over and statistically, over statistically, like women are are gonna stop getting other things before they stop getting beauty services. Oh, a it's, million. It's a priority a for, million percent. For the majority of women, and also like going back to like, you know, getting to this getting to, like, how you decide to choose the lash industry, like, if you look at it from, like, an economic perspective, like...
0: Girl, the graphs online.
1: Well, and, and the thing, too, like, if if we go back to, like, the first thing you said with, like, whether or not to choose college, like, college at this point has become very oversaturated. Very. Like, college has been for, like, the last 50 years, 80 years, it's been, like, the thing that you do in order to like get a high paying job and because it's like the standard thing that everyone's like oh if you want to get a good job you go to college it's become super saturated like the industries that people go into after college like you look at especially like the non-stem college degrees because because there's one thing in like the stem college degrees so that's like science technology engineering math is they're hard to get through so that does weed some people out. Yeah. But but the college degrees that aren't stem that aren't like just really hard to just get through the classes, the, the 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 degrees like business or english or um history or these these uh college degrees where like generally if you like apply yourself and you you work towards it, you b- most people could graduate. Um those fields have become super oversaturated and most of them also And the world,
0: the world is just changing.
1: Yeah. And there's just not as many jobs in those fields as there are people who are graduating with them. So that's why you see like ton of people who graduate college, um, aside from people who graduate in like computer science or engineering go into jobs that aren't like part of their major. Um, there's some other, uh, like spaces that, that people do get good jobs out of like, um, economics or like, uh, things that are like hard skills that you can get out of it. But for the most part, like college does not have the ROI that it used to because so many people are going there. So I think that's really opened up space in like the trade industries because trades used to be the thing that everybody went into, like, you know, 70 years ago, trade schools were huge it was this huge Mm. thing and everyone went into trades after college and so that's why you had like you had tons of electricians tons of plumbers tons of welders everyone was like going (laughs) to trade school man was a welder like even (laughs) beauty school was like more of a thing before and then over the last like probably 50 years college has been like the thing that everyone goes to and trade schools were like oh don't go to trade schools like if you want to be like a real smart like real educated person you go to college and now It's like, it's just, it's just going back and forth. It's like trade schools used to be the thing. Then they fell out of fashion, but everyone started going to college. And now because everyone's going to college, um, it's really opened up places in the market for people who go to trade schools because there's not as many people who are going to them and graduating them. And, and there's not as many smart people who are like going into these trades who are like. Willing to take the initiative to, like, start up businesses and and really apply themselves to these trades. Because, like, if you apply yourself in lashes the same way someone would apply themselves to, like, uh, a science degree or, like, engineering, oh like, you can kill it in the lash that's industry. The, that's the
0: thing. The lash industry in 2023, where it is right now, is so, like... It's saturated with newer artists a oh, yeah. million percent, but it is not saturated at the top. No,
1: like why it's- do you think why do you think that I quit my engineering job to become a beauty business owner? It's because in engineering, you're competing against all the like if you think about the kids who you went to school with who were like the smart kids. A lot of them went into like engineering or computer science. So if you're starting like an engineering company, you're competing against like the smartest people in the world. And if you're going into beauty, like there's a lot of smart people in beauty, but it is a lot, you're competing against a lot fewer smart, like really, really smart people in beauty than you are in something like engineering. And one day Elliot
0: looked at me and he goes, wow, you're really smart.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I looked at Madison. I'm like, "Wow, you're really smart. Like, you're gonna do really well." And um, what
0: if we combined our brains? I'm like, "What
1: if we? Yeah, what if we combined but our we had brains? One super
0: lash brain." And
1: then boom! That's that's when Lightheart Lash was born. Yeah. baby. Yeah,
0: um, Elliot's like, "I'm picking the name too." Yeah, I I'm did. Re-branding. He did. I did. Um, and also like lash education and beauty education as a whole in general has evolved so much from what it was, you know, a decade ago, and the the people at the top of this space, mm-hmm. the level of education is constantly changing and getting better and better and better and better, and it's very accessible to you. it yeah. like it is a better return on your investment to pay for like a great lash education and a great beauty education. Oh, absolutely. you know than to invest you know a hundred thousand dollars into I don't even know how much college is I uh, yeah, a hundred
1: thousand dollars is kind of. Higher end of average. Yeah. I actually don't even know how much. Yeah. I mean, if you're going to an Ivy League, you're spending like 200. So yeah. Yeah. But um, the other thing too, is I don't want to, I don't want to make it sound like I'm saying that like people in beauty aren't as smart. Um, If you are like listening to this podcast and if you're like applying yourself in your business, you're already in the top like 10% of artists. Like if you're just actively working to make your business better, you are in like, you are far well, a lot above of people,
0: average. a lot of people, it's not that they're dumb, it's that a lot of people think this is just easy, quick money and they give yeah. up really fast. It,
1: that's the thing. That's yeah. the thing is, is, it's not like, oh, if you're thinking, oh, well, I'm not smart they've, enough they've, to be an engineer, so I can't, I can't. They've
0: pitched a lie that this career yeah. is easy. And they burn out and yeah. they give up quickly when it's not. Yeah. And I'm here to tell you this job is not easy, but it is worth it. And it is worth it to no. invest those four or five years in the beginning Absolutely. to get to a place where you have longevity in your career. It will suck for a period of time, but you have to stay consistent and committed. I promise you. Now, if
1: you treat it like uh, any other career like yeah. that you would get a degree for and you're like, okay, first four years, I'm learning. Yeah. Like the first, what is it? Like six months you go to beauty school, depending on your state, I guess then the next three and a half years after that, if you're just like, okay, I'm, yeah, I'm making some money, but I'm like learning and I'm improving and I'm like trying to get better. Then after those four years, you are gonna be way farther than the people who are just graduating college who spent the last four years just taking classes and and not actually like working in a business like if you if you go to a beauty school and then you get a job at a salon straight out of beauty school, you work there for like a year maybe and then you move on and you start your own business. Well now you're already two and a half years into running your business. Whereas all the people who like went to college, they're just now graduating. They're just now getting started in their their field and they're getting entry level positions in their field. Whereas you could be after two and a half years of like running your business, if you are spending that whole time thinking about like, okay, I want to be like learning and getting better this whole time, you're gonna be like miles and miles ahead.
0: Miles. One thing um that I wanted to mention, just like economics aside is day-to-day what I have found being a lash artist and I take my job very seriously you guys know this it is just the most magical special job if you make it that way yeah like nobody else can bring the magic to your day except for you and I have so many lash artists that I've met in my life that just I mean they look like they dread showing up they show up in their sweatpants and they look exhausted all the time And, you know, they're just like they complain about every single client, every interaction, every single booking, every single text, every DM. And I'm like, where is the magic isn't going to come to you? You have to make it.
1: Yeah, I'm not really into like the mindset guru stuff, but that is like a mindset thing. It is a mindset thing. Like if you just think like, oh, my gosh, I can't wait to come in and like make all my clients feel beautiful. And like that's such a blessing that I'm able to do that and that I'm not having to work behind a desk every day like doing accounting for some like multi-billion dollar faceless corporation like
0: and it's so funny because people will like complain for so long about not having clients and then the second they're booked they complain about every single client they have
1: that's that's true and i'm like
0: you're in this constant i see that a lot you're putting yourself in this cycle of misery with your career and what do you want you're burning yourself out what do you even want babes so one thing i always did when i was you know at kind of my my most burnt out of my career is every morning when I would wake up, you know, I would wake up, it's early, it's dark. I'm living in Alaska or even when I was living here and I would see my, my day of clients. And instead of being like, Oh, this client always comes in with dirty lashes. This client always comes in with not that great retention. Oh, this client's always late. This client always brings her kid. Oh, I'm gonna have to push this one back. Like instead of just looking at my schedule like that, I would say, thank, I would literally Elliot say, thank you God for giving me this calendar. Like, thank you for giving me this schedule. Look at every single face that is making an effort to take time out of their month, their life, every two, three weeks to sit with me and see me and trust me with their lives and trust me with their stories. And I get to talk to them and I'm going to do the best work that I can do in the time we're given. And I'm just going to, I have these beautiful blossoming relationships that I'm going to have for years and years and years. What a gift. Some people sit in a cubicle all day. Mm -hmm. I don't have to do that. I don't need another job to support myself. I have enough. I am living from abundance. I am like, you know, I am saving. I am giving back to these people in such a real tangible way my mm-hmm. work is on their faces they're like you have to constantly keep yourself in that mindset and that is truly how I got through all those years the yeah. years where even I was teaching three private trainings a week and taking you know four days of clients not being able to go on vacation like it was because I had the mindset that this is always a gift it's all a gift and even if nobody sees it and this is one thing that I talked about in my my speech at premiere was even if nobody sees what you do behind the bed every day, it doesn't matter. Like it doesn't matter who is clapping for you that you can see what you're doing matters. And it makes a I difference. Mean, your
1: clients are seeing it. Yep, They see it every morning when they yes, wake up. Yes. And, and they look in the mirror and they're like, Oh, I look so pretty already.
0: Yeah, literally. And what people think of you online, what your family thinks of you, what your friends think of you, none of that matters if internally you know that you are doing something meaningful that, that, um, enriches people's lives. And you have to see it like that. I remember I was working in a salon suite one time, very, very brief. I was briefly working there. Um, and I remember I started working there and every single other person in the building had the opposite mindset, right? Mm -hmm. Constantly complaining. Everything was a chore. Everything was dark, gloomy, doom and gloom. And I felt so suffocated and I felt like I couldn't have my, my mindset. I I felt like I couldn't like show up in my little summery dresses every day for no reason and light a candle and and
1: and make little goodie bags for your clients and when i
0: greet my client i'm not like come on back babe i'm like oh my gosh kim what's good girl how you doing come on back like it is a
1: how's the fam start how's the dog start
0: to finish it is Like I try to glow for these people, even when I don't feel like it inside. Mm -hmm. And I felt like everyone else was judging me. And I felt like I couldn't even like sparkle for these people to give them my best. So if you're in an environment, if you are in an environment like that, I would encourage you to leave as fast as you can.
1: Yeah. You got to surround yourself with people who are going to build you up. You
0: have to. And if there is nowhere in your area like that, I urge you to work hard to create it. And that is the only way... You know?
1: Yeah, oh yeah. And even if there isn't like a local like place where there's like, you know, maybe you're in a small town or maybe like all the lash artists around you like have like really negative mindsets, yeah. try and find somewhere like online where you can go and like literally like join a group or something. Or like if you see some girls on like Instagram or wherever that you follow and you're like, Hey, these are other artists who are in a similar position as me and like they are really positive and I love the energy yeah. they're giving off, like message them and be like, Hey, do you Literally. guys want to like hop on a call once every like couple weeks Literally. and just like talk about you know what we're what we're doing? Like make your own little like like groups to, yeah. to build each other up.
0: It's so or well, join my
1: heart lash besties.
0: Do you know what I want to do one day? You guys like this is so unrelated to like like this will be a free event, honey. But one day I think like maybe when I've been lashing for ten years, I want to have like a campfire night.
1: Oh, that'd be so cool. Like fun. an event
0: almost. Maybe I'll like rent a really bougie Airbnb and do like a campfire event. But I would love to have lash artists come and like, yeah, we mingle. Yeah, we hang. But I would love like midnight. We're all sitting around the campfire and we just like just just trauma dump on each other. Oh, that'd be just good. safe place. Leave the phones in the house. You I know? don't know
1: if we could make it a free event though. Cause I think we'd have too many people come <laughs> multiple days, honey. We, we, this would have to be like, no, we'd have to get I, a big, I would Airbnb. literally, I
0: would bring in like therapists. I would want to have, no, honestly,
1: <laughs> no, I think we could make <laughs> and, this and like an it, event. And we event. call it
0: like Lash Artist Anonymous or something. Oh my
1: gosh. That honestly could be great. Because
0: the things people come crying to me about in this career is insane insane i have stories you guys that i would never tell on this podcast like i think we could that would be so healing we would Mm. heal the community
1: we would we we would heal but
0: one thing i always do with students if i have a student that i know is from like the middle of nowhere right and yeah they're feeling like burnt out they want to quit they're lacking community and they're they're really encouraged by their training they had with me but they have no ongoing support where they are locally and there's maybe even no salon suites they can rent from um then I will literally be like oh my gosh you know whose business is really similar to yours and you guys are really similar people like if you've trained 50 100 200 students you have students that you can be like you have to follow this girl she's so cool and I kind mm-hmm. of will matchmake my students and like oh, yeah. low-key make them internet friends. And it's happened a couple of times like organically. It's so good. Beautiful thing. Beautiful thing. It's beautiful. And um, I've done that a few times. And I'm like, oh my gosh, you know who your aesthetic is so similar to? I have this girl. Um, like I have this girl, Millie, you need to follow her. She's so boho, cool, like very your vibe. And they get to following each other and talking. Yeah. And then they meet at LashCon. They meet at events that, you know, Purr. they do giveaways together. It's really, really cool. And that community, I promise you... Exists somewhere out there sometimes you just have to create it and and in my case i had to create it from the ground up because yeah. i i was like i gotta get out of this place immediately and i did and i realized that there was nowhere better and i was like oh no we have to we have to yeah
1: we gotta make it ourselves are you
0: down to do a commercial build out yeah are you, oops. Are you down oops yeah and and it was hard you guys but you you can't let yeah. You're, you can't let your circumstances dull your sparkle. You have to keep that little sparkle in you alive for your clients and and they will notice. And yeah. and it's really amazing because it'll attract people.
1: Yeah, that's true. You know, I mean, depending on how much people like connect with this episode, I think maybe we should look into like doing more like community events. I think yeah. that'd be good. You guys drop like, a
0: comment or message me. Should we host okay, a Okay, let nice? us know. So
1: like our... Our business, our vibe is we are about helping you, like, make your business better and make your life, like, easier and make it, make your Lash business more successful. Mm-hmm. But we haven't really focused a lot on, like, the soft, the soft skills part of it. Like, the the community, the, like, you know, building connections part of it we like like obviously we try to like spread light in this industry and we try to be and like we do
0: that within the suites and we
1: do that within the suites absolutely we try to build like Wait, community that's actually within suites. a good idea but Wait, maybe Elliot. maybe we should focus more Wait, on Elliot. that what if oh yeah don't
0: what if okay guys don't listen no guys don't listen we're having a family meeting <laughs> Shh, do something else
1: yeah just just uh start whistling in your car
0: if, like i don't know sometime cute yeah uh, valentine's day new year's christmas sometimes yeah 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 we rent, like, a big bougie house, and we have, like, a lash at a slumber party.
1: Well, okay, we would... Okay. It, how, I mean, how many people would we let come? No,
0: they don't stay the night. We just have, like, a party. Oh,
1: like, a slumber party. party, but then they leave afterwards? Mm-hmm. <gasps> but how many people would come, though? All of them. No, but... I mean... No, everyone. Everyone? Mm-hmm. Everyone who wants to?
0: Mm-hmm. Thousands. Th-
1: th- I don't think we could... <laughs> I don't think any Airbnbs would let us have thousands of people. We'd have to rent, like, a place at a hotel or something.
0: We could rent an acre of land.
1: We could rent land in the middle of nowhere. We could rent an acre. We could rent a we could rent a campground. <gasps> no, we could rent out the Chippendale Campground at at Disney World. Stop.
0: No, we rent an acre of land.
1: We rent an acre of land and we just get a bunch of motorhomes there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Meeting over. Meeting All right, over. you guys can come back now.
0: Um okay, what were your other points that you wanted to touch on during this? Oh, episode? yes. I had yes. a few mm. really important practical points.
1: Um Oh, yes. The other one that I think is... So being a lash artist is a great job. There's great like inherently job. good things about being a lash artist. Like you make people feel beautiful. It's like a very... It can be a very calming, I mean, very here's, relaxing but, job. Yeah,
0: It is... Yeah. Here's the thing though. And here's the thing. And, and this is my only like negative part of this episode. If you physically hate people... And there are times... I've met maybe one or two people in my career that I think shouldn't be a lash artist. Yep. Yeah. If you yeah. hate people... Or you
1: don't have the patience to like make your work. Zero
0: patience. Yeah.
1: I've seen that. You
0: like actively despise like being close to people and you complain about them constantly and you're only in it for the money absolutely do quit it. while you're ahead no yeah absolutely. absolutely quit while you're ahead those
1: are the people that should quit I if a, you're only doing it because you're like nah this is this i'm getting my bag i hate lashes I've i'm had, getting my bag I've and had, i'm getting st- out i've had students Not for I, you.
0: I mean guys we have like only student success stories but the only two students that um qu- quit doing lashes which i didn't tell them to quit of course i encouraged them to the moon but yeah. the only two students that i've ever had like i i won't say fail but it the career wasn't for them was when they came to their training and I was like, what are the biggest things you want to focus on and struggle with? And they immediately were just like, I like hate doing, I hate working on people. I hate people. They're annoying. They're <laughs> well, gross. Well, no one's going to
1: pay you for mannequin sets, I hate babe. that they talk.
0: Yeah. I'm like, maybe you should make custom strip lashes and sell them on Etsy. Yeah, there you go. Oh, <laughs> like
1: the girls who do the nail art. Yeah. Hey, yeah. Yeah. And, and maybe try nail art.
0: And it's like, even if you're so amazing at your technical skills, you know, it could, because even you can't even become an educator. If you don't like people, you have to love true. people more.
1: No, this is a people focused industry.
0: Yeah. 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 I love if
1: people. you don't, if you don't like being around people, you should become an engineer. I'll tell you what I've,
0: I've taken the clients. Everyone else doesn't want and found a way to like, absolutely be obsessed with them and love them. You got to love people. And if you don't really work, you have to work on that.
1: Yeah, okay. absolutely. Um, I also wanted to, um, oh, yeah.
0: weren't we going to talk about, um,
1: well, I, I have mine like oh, next g- notes. Give me your okay. notes. Yeah. So, after all that, like the inherent parts of the the industry that are good, um, I think another thing that really can help you and it has helped us stay like really motivated and like keep working and keep striving to get better is, is setting very real goals that are like tangible and also achievable in like the next one to two years. Like one of the things that has helped keep me really motivated and, and oftentimes shorter than that is is we will set... Like very real goals that we're like, okay, right now this is the goal that we're working towards, and this goal is going to pay off in like six months, a year, maybe two years, but that that can be like kind of uh, more abstract and harder to wrap your head around. I like having it be like just a couple months from now is like what I'm working towards, and um, so like when we when we first moved uh to Arizona, I'm
0: responding to DMs, will you take over?
1: Well, do, do you want to talk about your goal when we first moved to Arizona?
0: Yeah, I'll respond to DMs later.
1: (laughs) We do the podcast for like an hour. (laughs) An hour a week. You can take an hour a week. I
0: love it. Guys,
1: if you ever wondered if Madison was actually the one responding to your DMs, she is. Always are. She is. But what was Um, your goal when we first moved here? Like you had your goal. Yeah,
0: when I moved to Arizona, I said the second I hit ground, I'm going to have at least one person in my chair every single day. Yeah. There's never going to be a day that I'm not working that I don't have a client in my bed.
1: And that's a great, like very achievable goal. And yeah. and we also at the same time had other goals that we were working towards. Like when we first moved here, our big goal or Madison's big goal in her business was to have like be fully booked, was to fill mm-hmm. her books. First it, was, goal. it was like 20 clients, wasn't it? It was like you were trying like for our first thing was like I wanted I wanted twenty, 20 clients. clients I yeah. had
0: no goals for students and I accidentally girl boss way too hard yeah guys I had like seventeen students in a month a month after it, was I insane. Here. Yeah. it was insane yeah it was so I did that was truly a, a blessing but oh that was huge. that was a blessing but building my clientele was, was was hard work
1: oh yeah yeah it was harder to build your like in person clientele than it was to like build your, I, I merged, volume.
0: I merged the two because I ended up just having a clientele fully of lash artists and other students. Yeah.
1: Well, and, and the student thing was easier because by that point you already had kind of a more national audience for your like Instagram. So yeah. a lot of your, the people who were like following organic. you on it, yeah, it was like other lash artists from around the U S and then as soon as we moved down here, p- people were like, oh, I would much rather fly to Scottsdale to take a training with you than fly up to Anchorage. So like they were all, there were all, there was this kind of backlog of artists who were like, Oh, well I'd love to take a training with Madison, but I'm not flying to Alaska. Like that sucks. And then we moved down here and immediately they were like, Oh yeah, I'll go to Scottsdale. But like
0: we were saying, goals are so important. And a lot of the time, and it breaks my heart when people want to quit, but I'm like, you can't just be showing up every day and going home unsatisfied. There has to be a constant goal and then you celebrate it and you, and yeah. you enjoy the process of getting there, Yep, you know?
1: Yeah. You need, you need to have something that you're working towards or else you are going to stagnate. Like I know a lot of artists who are, um, I'm like, what are you, what are you working on? Like, what are you excited about right now? And they're like, oh, you know, I'm just, you know, taking clients and, and my books are pretty full and like, I can't complain. Like everything's going pretty good. Um, I'm, I'm all
0: right. Um, one thing I want to encourage you guys to do, get your notepads out, get your notes on your phone and out.
1: And I don't think that's a, an unhealthy place to be, but I think it that can lead to burnout because you're not actively working towards anything.
0: Yeah. One thing that we do, and we do this for the coffee shop for our goals. Beca- <gasps> pretty
1: princess pretty points? Pretty princess They're points. They're good. That's smart.
0: Mia, you should put something on the screen that's like pretty princess points. All
1: right. Pretty, pretty princess, princess points. points.
0: You need pretty princess points. <laughs> that
1: sounded just like Applebee's order. <laughs> That's how it literally just like order. <laughs> and four to drink.
0: I will get the sangria. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay.
0: I love Dakota and Jackson from TikTok. Yeah, there's going to be like, like three people who get that. Cracker barrel order.
1: Cracker barrel order. <laughs> I got the corn fritters.
0: I got the and onion for the table. <laughs> okay. Um, Pretty princess points are what we do for the coffee shop. And what it is, is that the four of us are... are Me and Elliot and Caleb and Mariah is we set ourselves very bite sized goals along our entire business journey. Some of the goals are like very achievable, and some of them are not. Some of them are huge goals, but they all are.
1: We just reached one of our goals. We just reached
0: one of them. But we give ourselves a present. Every yep. single time we reach one of the goals and it keeps us constantly motivated. And a lot of the time, as time goes on, we forget the pretty princess points exist. And then it's kind of fun. because And then we'll
1: hit the goal and we'll be like oh, like, oh my gosh, wait. Oh my
0: gosh. Like when we did the grand opening, it was, um, we got matching tattoos. So Here that was like instant pretty princess points, instant serotonin. And then we recently... Last
1: week, we hit 10,000 followers Whoa. on the coffee shop Instagram account.
0: And for that our was a it, weekend
1: getaway a weekend getaway that in is California. our present for yeah. getting 10K followers and so that
0: we we have a mariah has it on her phone yeah. and it's just a note of all of our pretty princess points and we constantly are adding to it so whatever that is for you um give
1: yourself pretty princess points yeah
0: be like when i fill my books when i get 20 regular clients
1: when i start charging like over a hundred dollars a fill or
0: yeah i'm gonna
1: or i sell like a certain amount of retail in a month
0: yeah then and and it can also be goals that reinvest into your business which is even better because you can be like oh when i hit a thousand followers on instagram i'm gonna buy a new camera i'm gonna get a new camera yeah or when i um you know what when I have like twenty consistent clients in my books, I'm gonna invest in like new wallpaper for my studio. Or I'll take a I'm new gonna, training. I'm gonna get new decor. Yeah, definitely. Like when I um yeah I don't know, what's another another thing?
1: Uh a new lash bed, maybe?
0: Yeah, maybe a new lash bed, a new um a
1: new chair. Like
0: things that constantly reinvest stuff that in your makes business. your
1: life easier. New training and, and helps new like you take feel yourself better. on a
0: trip. Things that constantly keep you motivated, yeah. besides just being like, "Yay, another day, another sale!" Like you need to to. It's fun to give yourself those little. Like your business should, it can it can be fun. True. But you that, have to be the one challenging you because no one is going to be giving you pretty princess points. So true. Except so for true. you, only you can give yourself pretty princess points. You're the pretty princess. That's so true. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, be the pretty princess in your life. Yeah. I think that's the real the real point. You're of this the pretty episode. princess
0: of your own destiny, honey.
1: Yeah, and that's a lightheart promise.
0: That's a lightheart promise. Anything I'm else? actually I love pretty princess points because I feel like we're we so constantly giving ourselves rewards. Yeah, oh yeah. It's
1: like a little little presents. Don't go overboard with them though. That is that is um, if you give yourself too many pretty princess points, then it starts to lose its charm.
0: I actually have a note in my phone of my pretty princess points for my fitness journey. Yeah. <laughs> Did you
1: know that? No, I didn't know that.
0: That's because they're that's my awesome. pretty that's princess points. That's so smart. Points. What what's And they have of, nothing to do okay, with Okay, what's you? one of the rewards? So um When I have been doing, so this next month, I think I'm going to do it because when I've been consistently personal training for four months, not missing a single session, I take myself on a shopping spree before Italy. You're crazy. You're Mm -hmm. crazy, man. I have a little secret savings.
1: You have a secret shopping spree savings? I have a
0: secret savings Mm -hmm. and I'm going to buy some hot little outfits for Italy.
1: Some little sexy little numbers? Don't say
0: that. You can't say sexy. Why? Because this is, my mom watches this.
1: Some hottie little numbers.
0: Yeah, this is a PG. (laughs) This is a Christian podcast. Um, Yeah, then I give myself... It's okay, guys.
1: We're married. Yeah, (laughs) but it's like...
0: You should be giving yourself pretty princess points in your life, whether it's like you're on a fitness journey, whether you're on a, you know, your last journey. Give yourself little princess, pretty princess points, even if it's not huge. Take yourself
1: on a shopping spree. Little
0: tiny things. Cute. Yeah, I'm like, you guys... When I hit all my fitness goals, I'm getting a neck tattoo.
1: <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the goal.
0: Elliot forever.
1: Oh, perfect. Flames. I support it. Yeah. Love you guys so much. No, guys. You are our besties.
0: <laughs> my gosh, you get too comfortable on this couch. I, I am comfy. Elliot gets too comfortable on this couch. and starts flirting comfy. with me.
1: I do. I'm, and I ain't ashamed. <laughs> I ain't ashamed of it. Okay. You're flirtable.
0: <laughs> Your lash mom. Are dad? y'all
1: telling me you guys wouldn't flirt with her if you were right here?
0: Your last mom and dads are happily married. Yes, we Everything are. Everything is good and well. Yeah.
1: The kids should be happy to see this. Yeah.
0: Um, <laughs> I just want to say, like, if you guys are feeling like you're ready to quit and you're ready to give up, I really encourage you. If you Don't ha- do it. No, just I please one second, Elliot. Okay, I'm okay. serious. Yeah, you can be yeah. <laughs> 25 okay. Okay. Right, do Twenty-five seconds. Twenty-five seconds. I'm gonna put it down. Put it down. I'm
1: putting the mic down. Respond this to my is, DMs. This is Madison's time.
0: Um if you And like, like the girl that I hugged at Premier Orlando and she was crying and I just wanted to cry with her and a girl, I cried during my speech too. I, I, we're all crying. I genuinely just wish I could sit down with her for an hour and give her this pep talk and just say, you know, if you love what you do, you love people, you remember where you started, you know, please give yourself the opportunity to make yourself proud, right? Like it's not success is such a numbers game. It's not going to happen overnight. You have to be consistent and a lot of the time you're not going to see results. And that's when you have to be disciplined, right? Cuz you're not always going to be motivated. You have to be disciplined. You have to post that lash picture when you feel like it looks ugly. You have to show up to your studio, you know, every day. And maybe you have to, you know, it's going to be a little extra effort to get out of bed that morning you have to be the one to say, I believe that this will get better and I am willing to put in the time even when it sucks. And one day I'm going to reap those rewards and I am going to cash in all my pretty princess points. But you know, this is a really hard career. And if anyone promises you that it is light work and it is easy, they are lying to you and it is hard work it is, um, it can be very enjoyable. I love what I do. And I, my mom texted me last night. I don't know. I don't know why she's just, my mom is very insightful like me, but my mom texted me and she was like, Maddie, what makes you happy? <laughs> and I really thought about it. Cause so I was like, well, my mom's writing a book. So maybe she's asking me to like put it in the book or something. But I was like, I really genuinely thought about it. I said, number one, genuinely what makes me the happiest? Like hanging out with Elliot, laying in bed with Elliot, talking about nothing. You guys, G- I'm so fun. Pure serotonin. So true. G- giggling about nothing. He he. When Elliot and I are together, he 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 he. He he we're like kids he 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 at a sleepover. <laughs> Number two, I thought about it and I was like, there are aspects of my job as a lash artist that make me so happy. Like the creative aspect of lashing, the joy I find teaching, the joy I find sewing into other people's lives and teaching them what I know. That is what makes me most happiest in this world. And I am so thankful for all of those years where it absolutely sucked because I would never be able to teach and to give back and so confidently without those years. So be grateful for where you are now. You know, keep a diary, take pictures, remember this time. It will not always suck. You are the one that has to pull yourself out of it. Just keep going, keep going don't quit unless you hate people, then...
1: Then maybe quit.
0: Then I really would <laughs> quit while you're ahead. Sell strip lashes on Etsy.
1: Start Try try a different business. I don't want to
0: encourage someone to do something that they're not cut out to do. Like yeah. in, if it's like That's innately true. and in you. And I, I had one student that said... Um, like doing lashes makes me so uncomfortable, I wanna throw up. Like bro. The, I had a student be like, the second oh, and I had a model come in and she was so sweaty and anxious she wanted to cry. She was like, just the fact that even being that close to someone's face makes me wanna like throw up. I was like
1: bro try try like
0: try waxing maybe maybe it's just the proximity to someone's face like I feel like waxing
1: just, would be worse
0: I don't know like, it, like maybe it's just you need to be a foot away a fo- from someone's face <laughs> or but maybe yeah. you
1: try like insurance yes. or like oh, accounting I just I just
0: want to <laughs> encourage you guys please please keep going if you get to that place and there's always it sounds cliche. There's no like Lash artist hotline, but there are people out there that care about you and they know what you're going through. We care about you. We know what you're going through. We're here for you. And um, you are not alone. You're never alone. And doing this job, especially when like you're going through a lot in your personal life, maybe you're pregnant, maybe your mental health is where it needs to be. Maybe you're going through a lot in your personal life. Like I understand. Try to frame it in your mind where lashing can be your light in that darkness rather than just like part of your struggle. Like even if you have so much turmoil going on in your personal life, try to think of doing lashes as like your safe place, your comfortable place. You can make it that. Okay. True. I have always thought I feel so inspired. I've always thought about it like that, where I'm always like, I've never... I've always thought sometimes I used to like dread coming to into do lashes, Mm -hmm. but now I'm like, this is really like I have the choice to make this my happy safe place and I can make it other people's happy safe place, but people can tell if I am just dreading it and it's okay to be like in a miserable place in your life outside Mm -hmm. of lashing. But you know, you have the, you have the control to be consistent and show up and make that time behind the bed As magic as you possibly can. And what if that's your saving grace? Like I have people that I've met that are like lashing literally saved me. It it got me away from like, you know, being with like, you know, maybe their family was crazy, their husband was crazy, like all the stuff's going on in their life. Like when they were at their studio, they were comfortable, they were safe, they were alone, they were a piece, they were with good people, like they were working on a skill that challenged them. You can really like pull yourself out of a lot of crazy dark places through the tiniest little thing. Mm-hmm. And that thing might be lashes. Maybe keep going.
1: Maybe. 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 Maybe keep going. Yeah. That is the moral of today's episode. Yeah. Is maybe keep going.
0: And give yourself pretty princess points.
1: That is it. They're they're legit. You guys pretty princess points are elite.
0: They're so good. I think it was like we had one of some- them was Nobu. oh yeah we had some where we're like oh we're gonna go to nobu and we had this one pretty princess point it was so outrageous we are nowhere near reaching it but we were like we're gonna take the whole gang to italy and do like a coffee tour
1: yeah Uh, what was that when we hit like I forget what it, it
0: was. It was like a savings goal. Yeah. Yeah. It was like a monetary thing. But we were yeah. like, oh, when the coffee shop makes this amount of money, we're going to like all go to Italy, the four of us. And we're going to go to the Victoria Arduino coffee machine factory. Yeah. And we're going to taste some beans. And we
1: ain't there yet, but we're, we're going to get But if there. you see the four
0: of us in Italy, just know just that know, trip was earned. Was paid for. It was by paid for. Pretty, by princess, pretty points. princess points. Pretty princess points. By you guys. We'll see you in the next episode. Love you. Love you so much. Don't quit. Smooches. Bye. Bye.